Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am, of course, your host with the most feel better, the podcast mogul himself, multiple podcasts in the top 10% of the world globally listened to. I am with the amazing, the incredible, the shark fanatic, Dr. Stevie Don. Um, Thank you so much for being a guest on the show. I'm still a little mystified how you took lessons from cage diving from sharks but we're going to get into that because that that is definitely a story i want to hear but before we jump into all that uh dr cv don please introduce yourself let my audience know who you are and what you do absolutely well hello everyone first thank you phil for letting me be here such a pleasure um and just so excited to see your journey as well um my name is dr stevie don carter i live in mansfield texas just a little south of fort worth i'm a professional speaker and a coach and what that means is organizations and leaders hire me to really be a shark in their business because most people are not focused on their unrealized profits, their unlived dreams and aspirations, or their underwhelming results. And so what I try and do is take that sharkness, which I know we're going to talk about today, and bring it into people's businesses, because I think that everybody here can own their ocean. You just got to decide what that ocean looks like for you. And I think that's the piece that a lot of people miss. And so I try and come in and help them find that for themselves, because at the end of the day, a shark never stops swimming. So we need to continue on that journey. So that's, I, I, first of all, one, I love everything and how you brought sharks more and more into it. And it's like, well, I figured since you started with it, I just needed to continue. So that wouldn't necessarily be the way I say it every time, but I like saying that for this one. <laughs> it's done. You are, I'm, I'm going to name this the shark episode because we're yeah. with the shark Stevie Don, who's yeah. going to take care of your business and, Eat that chum up for you. Right? Um, there you go. Just bringing all in all that sharks. Shark We're going to do all the shark things today. <laughs> um, do you mind if I call you Stevie instead of calling you Dr. Stevie? Yeah, no, please. <laughs> okay. Stevie is fine. That's what my friends call me and we're friends. So we're good. Awesome. Uh, Stevie. We connected through uh, one of the most badass successes uh, champions there is, Donnie Bovin, the number, uh, the first guest on the podcast, all the way back in season one, and we're already in season five. Oh my God, season five! Can wow. you believe it? Crazy. Would have thought. Um, yeah, right? Started this last year, and now look at where we are: top ten podcasts worldwide. Um, here, my question is: wh- How did you get started in helping businesses, either in your speaking career or in your coaching career how did you get started like what was your drive what was that moment that said yeah I'm going to be an entrepreneur yeah so I think um maybe maybe somewhat differently from other people um I didn't have a moment I had an opportunity and and I and I think there's a little bit of a difference there right so I was working in higher education I was college professor uh so I was teaching students I did that for 12 years I loved it um, I love the college classroom. I love the students. I loved having summers off. That was fun. <laughs> All the things. Um, 
But I got to a point where I had more education than was required for my job. I had a PhD at the time. And my boss was like, what's next for you? And I'm like, I don't know what is next. And I started to realize that I had no next, right? Like I had done all the things that people tell you to do. Like I had, I had done the go to school and get an education and get a job with benefits and get a husband to get a house and get a nice car. I had done all that. And so now my boss is saying, so what's next? And I'm like, first time in my life. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I worked so hard to get here. I don't know what's next. You, I, you were implying like, I didn't know I would reach this point so fast. Right? Like, like, I mean, uh, this is supposed to be like, I'm supposed to be like 50, 60 years old now. Yeah, like, like, what, what's going on? There's this moment of just, this is a really great question, but I have no answer. And I think at the time I said something like, ah, I just want to relax. I just got my PhD. I just want to chill. Right? Like, I think that's what I said, but it really stuck with me. And I went home like, what am I doing with my life? Like, where am I going? I'm, I'm, you know, getting closer at that point, getting closer to 30 and being like, uh, what is the, is this it for the next 80 years? Is this it? Um, so anyway, uh, you know, just kind of talking to my husband about what was next. And so I started looking at other jobs and kind of putting myself out there and just nothing sounded interesting. Nothing sounded interesting. Nothing sounded right. But I had been asked by, through some of the work I had done at the college, I had been asked to speak at some events. And I had done some entrepreneurship courses because I had run businesses before. And so I had done some entrepreneurship stuff. And so I kept getting asked to like come and speak at these events. And I really love speaking. It's kind of like being in front of the college classroom, except you can cuss occasionally because you're working with adults. So (laughs) I really, I really liked that. I thought it was really fun and different. And so... My husband was like, do you want to just be a consultant, like be a speaker and do that? And I was like, I don't even know what that means, but I think the answer is yes. And he's like, look, we got no kids. We don't have a lot of debt. I'll give you three years. At the time, he worked in a really good high paying job. He was like, I can support us for three years. Quit. Figure out what you want to do with your life. You got three years. And I was like, cool. So I went to work and I handed in my notice with no clue what I was going to do with my life. First off, I want to just say that is the most supportive partner in the world who was just like, you know what? I got you. Yeah. Let's, let's figure yeah. out you. I'm happy with what I'm doing. Let's find you your happiness. Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty epic. And, you know, he says now that it's what made sure that we, I was going to be with him forever at that point. Cause how do you say no to that? Um, yeah, how do you break up? How do you leave a partner? That's like, look, I got yeah, you for three years. Do whatever yeah. you want. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, so I did, I kind of just started putting out, putting out feelers, kind of like, what does a speaker do? And what does a consultant do? And I had this PhD in leadership and emotional intelligence. So I used that. And I did a lot of corporate training on emotional intelligence, leadership, hot buzzwords at the time, right? So it yep. worked out for me. And magically, I ended up here. Right. So it wasn't like one moment that made me decide I was going to be an entrepreneur. I think it was that moment of being asked, what do you want to do next and not having a plan? But then it was really the opportunity of saying, hey, blank slate for three years, figure it out. And what I think is so funny about that, like looking back now, because now we're seven years past that. Right. (laughs) Um, Three years in, it wasn't that 
like three years and uh, now I got to go back to work. It's not working. Three years in, I actually was making enough money. He got to retire. Wow. So Switch it up here. Like a really cool moment for us is like he gave me like a three year deadline. But in three years, I just brought him home and he worked with me full time. So kind of a cool way to do that. That's the ultimate. That, that's the ultimate. Thank you. Like, thank you for giving me, you know, three years to figure this out. I'm going to take the ball now. You got yeah. to relax. You get to figure out yeah. your why and what you want to do. Exactly. I'm giving you three exactly. years. Let's see what you can do. <laughs> Which is funny because I didn't ever say that. I was like, just come work with me in the business. We're going to have fun. And we did. And we had so much fun. But then 2020 happened. <sighs> and uh, we decided that we needed to shore up some savings because, hey, we were going to spend a little bit more out of that than we had planned. Um, and so he did actually get a new job and now works for somebody else, even though he still works from home. So he works down the hall. Um, but uh, but yeah, so kind of three years after he retired, he unretired himself. And now he has a new career and a new job that he loves. So worked out so well for all of us. It's so. a win, win, win situation. Win, win, win. That's it. Yeah. From but a anyway. simple question, what's next to him yeah. retiring after three years? That's That's amazing. Yeah. I love yeah, that story. It's, super, it's been a super interesting journey. I mean, you know, you, you know, we all have these interesting journeys. I think that's what makes entrepreneurs such a special breed of people because we are people who are willing to be on a journey. And I think you have to have that as an entrepreneur because it is not a straight line. And <laughs> I think it is that understanding of it is a journey, not a destination. And I think that's what I love about it. Because every day is different. I have no clue what's going to happen one day or the next. I love that. I love that excitement, right? There is something to be said of when I was in education. It's kind of all the same, right? Every semester you taught these classes. Every fall semester you did this. Like there was a lot of just we do the same thing every year. Even though it was different people, it was the same kind of format. And I feel like now in my own business, I get to change the format when it suits me. You can be like, I don't want to do this speech anymore. We're going to write a new speech. Oh, yeah. And I've done that a lot. (laughs) Unsurprising. A professional speaker doesn't change their speech. Oh, God. Um, They're not going to go far. No. They're giving this name 10. Definitely definitely not. (laughs) So... So that kind of answers my second question, your why. Why did you go into this? It was because you wanted to know what's next. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that- and I think, you know, I think that's something that we all hit at different points. Like, I, I feel that way with so many of my clients. Like, they're sitting at that that fork in the road of that what's next. They've achieved all the things that were kind of set out. And now it's that point of, okay, but am I really happy just staying in this box for the next 40, 50 years, or do I want to do something different? And so with some of my clients, that's, yeah, let me go start a side hustle and have a business. Um, But with a lot of my clients, it's maybe, you know, I've been in the insurance industry for my whole life, and I want to go try, you know, I want to go be a CPA, or I want to try doing event management. Like it's, it's changing that path. Nearly a 180, 180 uh, career life change to see if that's something they like. And I think that's so important, especially uh, for the new generation coming up. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I come, I'm a, I'm a millennial. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a closer to the Gen X. Yeah. 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 Rest. You're a cusper. I get it. I'm a cusper. I get it. Oh, we're, we're okay. We're both cuspers. So yeah. that's yeah, great. Yeah. It's good. I've been a nine to fiver pretty much my whole life. My whole family has been nine to five. The reason I started this podcast was to figure out how to be an entrepreneur. Um, so like, 
like I said, Donnie, uh, Donnie was my first guest. He kind of helped me. And one of the great things I've done after interviewing nearly a hundred or over a hundred uh, entrepreneurs now is learned that it is the journey. It's not, not the destination. It is the journey. No day is ever the same. Mm-hmm. And I'm l- really looking forward to the day that I can go hand in my resignation to my boss and go, bye. Yeah. Cause that's going to be great. But I love how you're helping people who are already established. Like they have their career mm-hmm. and they're like, I'm not, I may not be happy anymore. I want to try something new. And you're like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Whereas I think because we're the, we're, we're this millennial generation, we've been told our whole life, like you need to get a good job. You need to, ha- like you said, hit all those major life points. And then you're like, okay, but what's next? Whereas our, our parents, it took so long for them to reach those points because they didn't have access to the technology we do. And something I think is like important, like I know Gary V talks about this in your twenties, try anything, just try something like, you know, at 30, you can start your real life if you want. Um, But yeah, you're one, you're never too old to try something new. And you, you, with your clients, I'm pretty sure you get clients from all different age groups and you're, you must have so much fun helping them try something new. So great. And I think, you know, one of the things I tell my clients a lot is the hardest thing as an adult is to be a beginner. So true. When we get to a certain age, we just start thinking we're because we've worked so hard to become an expert, right? To know something really well, whether it's our career or a hobby or whatever, we've worked on that. Even if it's just like in the role of being a mom or being a dad, like we worked at that. And then there's this point at which if you want to try something new or if you want to go a different direction, oh my gosh, but you're going to be a beginner. And what does it look like and feel like to be a beginner at 45? versus a beginner at 14, right? And so I feel like so much of my of my coaching is reminding people that you are never too old and that it's okay to be a beginner. It's okay to be doing something as a novice, right? And just yeah. learning it, even if you're in your 40s or 50s, that doesn't matter. What matters is, is it making you happy? And is it filling your life? You know, I, I think we, we hit this place where... There's a, there's a dichotomy between busy and full. And I think that we build our life to be very busy. Busy becomes a badge of honor. I'm very busy. I have all these things going on and I, I'm busy with my kids and I'm busy with my job and I'm busy with my health, whatever that is. But is it really that we want to be busy or is it that we just want a, a life full, right? We want a full life of experiences, at the end of our life, do we really just want to say that that dash in between the years was busy or do we want to say it was full? And I think sometimes we get so in the busy that we forget to just put it full of things we actually like. So how many of us are doing things that we don't like and we're filling our time with that? But is that what we want? See? Is that <laughs> well, I'm also doing everything I, I, I love. Like this is podcasting. Yeah. Like I adore podcasting because I get to connect with amazing individuals like yourself, people from all over the world. I have clients in Macedonia. Like, what the hell? So cool, right? And this fills you. And this is something you could fill your day with. And And you would never look at it as busy. You would look at it as full. Yeah. Well, it's busy, but it's a full busy. It's a, it's a busyness that leads to the full, the full, like, it's like, like work is like when you go to work, it's uh, or nine to five or you're busy. You're, it's like eating sushi. 
you're not fulfilled. Like after you, you like 20 minutes later, you burp and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm, still, hungry. Hungry. <laughs> I'm still hungry. Whereas when you're doing something you love and you're passionate about, or you're just starting out, it's like eating a steak. Yeah. It just fills you up. You got this full steak and I, I doing steak because you're in Texas and pretty much everybody I, I eats steak. steak. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. I mean, Hey, if you're going to ask me what I want any given night of the week, I'm going to tell you I want steak because yes. I want to be full. Because I'm a snacker. Otherwise, I'll just eat 10,000 Rice Krispie treats. And that's not good for anybody. No. So. That's like eating sushi for dinner. You know, you're, you're hungry 20 minutes later. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, I would like to know what has been like a aha moment or one of your best moments, either coaching someone, maybe landing a client or even uh, landing a huge speech. Like, is there a moment in your your career so far as uh, an entrepreneur that you're like this this is the reason why I I I love being an entrepreneur. Um you know I'm again I, and I'm I struggle with moments but it, it was it was a I am terrible with that kind it's of thing. It's fine it's uh, fine. I, I'll I, change I it from moment to it down. I like more, like is there a question that happened or uh, maybe yeah. an event or uh, like, an event? Let's there go. We go. An event. That's the word. Um, know. You know, I think the event that really made me go, this is why I do this was actually personal, not professional at all. And it was when my mom was sick a couple years ago. When my mom was sick a couple years ago, we were at the hospital, we were dealing with ICU, we were dealing with all of these things. And there was a good four weeks of life that I would say I don't really remember other than just the, the hospital and the stuff, right? Like all the negative, I don't really remember. But one of the coolest things was I didn't have to ask for that time off. I didn't have to worry about my schedule. I was able to say to my clients, hey, here's where I'm at. Here's, here's how we're gonna move forward. And I consisted to make money during those four weeks, even though I spent every waking moment with my mother. That was the moment where I go, this is why I do this. Because it's not, it's not always about the clients. It's not always about the speeches. It's about the fact that I get to live my life with the people who matter most. Yeah, you have the time to do whatever. You have your time back. Oh, You're not that that's my moment. That's my event where I go, this is why. Because if I had been working any other job, while they may have been like, oh my gosh, go deal with it, no problem. There would have come a time where you've run out of vacation. Now you got to go on FMLA. Now you right, there's all these things. I didn't have to deal with any of that. And because I have amazing clients, I was able to just send out an email that said, hey, this is where I'm at. We're going to push coaching into this other space. And then I was able to bring in a fellow expert in to do those coaching sessions. So my clients still got hella value and I got to be where I needed to be. And, and I continued to sell. I actually sold three new coaching clients during that four week time. Right. And I'm like, that's why I do this because I never missed a moment with my mother. I never missed a medical appointment. My mother's fine, by the way. And we'll see this and be like, why are you talking about my stuff? Okay. Anyway, but <laughs> fine. I, I, um, I'm just going to let you know, I'm going to clip that 
whole section where you're just like, why are you talking about my stuff? I'm going to just share it on social media. Please do. Please do. She will love it too. Um, as will everybody. Uh, because everybody's like, really? You just talk. I do. I throw my mother under the bus all the time, but I love her for it. Uh, but, you know. Spending that- four weeks in the ICU, I, I think it gives you a little bit of a, tr- uh, a chance to throw her under the bus. It does. And as long and as it's like safe. I safe love it. And because I love her and I love that time that we got to spend together, even though it was it was negative in, in essence, it was still great time. And so I just, yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, it's about the life you live, not about not about the work for me. It's about the life I live. And that that mattered to me. So that was I think that was my biggest aha moment in, in of recent memory. I'm sure. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love knowing like that's something I'm looking forward to being able to be like, I can take the time off when I need to do a vacation or there's a medical emergency. That's the that those are the moments I'm looking forward to, because that's what entrepreneurship gives you when you own your own business or your own practice. You get to make your hours. You own your time and it's not owned by someone else. So that's something I'm really looking forward to. Um, I do want to jump onto the sharks. Because okay. you're you're surrounded by sharks. Anybody who's listening yeah. to this uh, can't see, but there's a great white jumping out of the water. There's a caricature of her riding a shark, and then there's a wooden outline of a shark. Yeah. Um, she is a shark um, master, I'm guessing, because like, oh my god, uh, you love sharks. I now, you, you mentioned beforehand that you learned a lot of lessons when you cage dived with sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all. What made you want to cage dive with sharks? Oh, well, that's actually a super great story. So the shark thing does all start with my mother, by the way. All great stories start with my mother. Uh, but my mother once told me I was having a really tough time. And my mother, to make a long story short, she used the phrase, be the shark. She goes, you just need to be the shark. You don't need to prove anything to anybody. You just need to be the shark. The shark knows it's king of the ocean. That's what you need to do. And that one little phrase changed my changed my life. Um, and I absolutely use be the shark in everything now. Everything. It will be my tagline on my tombstone. We'll say she was the shark. That that will be it. Um, because it really does solve that confidence. But um, because of that, even though I was terrified of sharks before she said that phrase, after she said that phrase, and I kind of made it my life mantra, I had to then be okay with sharks. So I started doing everything I could to learn about them. Um, I went swimming with nurse sharks on a trip to Mexico, which freaked me out so bad, but I loved it. I I got over my fear and just really enjoyed it. And then I became a Shark Week fanatic, which uh, just happened a couple weeks ago, by the way. I loved it. Um, So I actually, in 2018, won the Shark Week sweepstakes. And I got on a fully paid trip for five days to go cage diving with great white sharks off the coast of Mexico. And so my husband and I did that for our anniversary. <laughs> that, that's a great anniversary present. Hey, honey, it let's was. go cage dive with sharks. And I, I'll give him this, man. He was, as we were going, he was like, I'm not so sure. Like he goes, I'm here for you. I might sit on the boat and drink a beer. He goes, I'm just not sure. He matched me dive for dive until day three. And day three, he sat on the edge of the boat and got photos like that. So that's his photo that he took. Um, So it it was awesome. We had the most amazing time. And it was a life-changing trip for me. 
Um, and, and I think, you know, at some point I need to write a book about all the lessons I learned. I actually scribbled out 10, 10 business lessons learned from cage diving um, in, in my journal when we were on the trip. But a couple that stand out um, for me was, you know, when you're down there and you're in there in their zone, what I think is so interesting is they don't notice you at all. I mean, they don't notice the cages. They didn't care that there were humans. It made no difference to them because they only focus on achieving their goal, which is eating. That was their goal. They were there to eat. And so they had the tuna head off the, the ship and they would pull it right to get them to jump out of the water, which was mean to sharks, but it was cool for us tourists. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's what the shark was headed for. And it really kind of came to me like in that moment in time in business, I wasn't, I wasn't enough laser focused on my goal. I was getting distracted by other things, right? By the cages, by the people, by the humans. But that's not what a shark does. A shark is focused on one goal and one goal only and always goes after it. And so when I came home, I took that. I streamlined. I cut the fat, right, out of my business. Things that weren't working for me, things I didn't enjoy. And I said, I'm done. I'm going to be laser focused on the goal that I want. And that changed. That changed my business and really is the reason I am where I am today is because I made those changes when I got home. So that's one of the lessons that I learned cage diving that I think is, is valuable for anybody, right? Are you laser focused on the goal and not getting distracted by what I call the sparkly shit that is around us at all times? Right. And that can be social media. That can be uh, comparing yourself to other people and what they're doing, all those things. But if you just stay laser focused on that goal, you'll be amazed what you can get done in a very short amount of time. Uh, I love it. I love yeah. that is a extremely true um, uh, lesson to be taught because, yeah, the more focus you are on the goal, like if your goal is to leave your job, then you got to be so focused. You got to only concentrate on leaving that job. What is it that you need? Work backwards from, okay, leaving my job. What does that mean? I need to replace the income. So that's my income. Okay, how can I do it? Let's let's yeah. work backwards. And that's what I did because I, I have a goal by my 36th birthday. Yeah, I'm going to be 36 to Yay. leave my job. So, and it's coming up. It's, it's in a few months. It's in November. So like I'm just... Yeah focus on trying to find clients trying to monetize the podcast i got a sponsor for season ah, three um i got invited to a media event where i'm going to be meeting other like politicians celebrities and influencers and stuff like that in october so i'm super excited for that nervous is all hell well, uh, honestly because i'm going to be flying to france in october <laughs> first time in france yeah um amazing. so yeah, so I understand like that laser focus, that shark focus mm -hmm. um, is so important. And I'm glad that you learned that while facing like how sharks weigh a lot. How much do sharks usually weigh? <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's more than I can count probably. But <laughs> I will tell you that uh, one of one of the, the favorite things I saw of shark diving another. It's not business tip. It's kind of a life tip. But um, so the women are the, the big. Yeah. They're, they're the big girls. Right. So um, and they would tell us on the ship, they said, hey, you know, if you see all the sharks, all the most of the sharks you're going to see are boys, are males. Right. And they're going to be 10 to 12 feet. Right. 10 to 12 <laughs> feet, which is huge. OK. Huge. I'm already Don't having a panic attack here. <laughs> right. 
take a deep breath then before we get to the next part of the story. So they say, if you ever see them all vanish, it means there's a queen in the water. And so there was one moment we got up and we're down there in the cage. And sure enough, we had seen sharks every five seconds for two days. And they all went, and it was still, which by the way, is a whole lot scarier. When they're actually swimming all around you, you get kind of comforted by it. Once you're like, okay, I can see them. They're there. I know where they're going to come at. Empty, you start to go, okay, that's a little scarier, right? Like that's a little terrifying. So we're sitting there and I mean, minutes, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes pass by. People get out of the cage. They're like, the sharks are gone. And they say on the boat, they say, it means there's a, there's a queen in this water. And we just got to wait if we see her or not. Sure enough, Lucy came to visit. Lucy is an 18 foot shark. She is ginormous. She takes that. I mean, it was like, I mean, she basically like could almost be the size of the boat. Like that's how big she felt, especially when you were down there watching her. And I got, I did touch her. You weren't supposed to, but we all did. Uh, but I did touch her as she floated by. It was amazing. Um, she was the queen, right? Like all this one little boy shark started to come up and like try and get at the food. And she just like whacked him with her tail. Like, get out of here, dude, you have no business. I took so much body positivity from that. Like as a female, when I came home, I was like, big is beautiful. This is amazing. I'm going to be the queen of my ocean. I'm not going to care anymore. I thought that was really great. Now that's a life lesson. Not, not really. Well, it's a business lesson as well for any, for any women who are listening to the podcast. And we do have some female subscribers in that. Be the queen of your ocean. Like be yeah. the big ass, badass bitch. Yes. Uh, shark queen. Because like. I think that's, you know what? I think that's why in society men have gone, uh, tried to keep the females down because they're scared of the power that females have. Look, Mm -hmm. you create life, (laughs) you sustain life, you make a house a home. Mm -hmm. You're able to, you're you're able to have that empathetic connection with people and help them grow. Mm -hmm. And also all the females in the, the animal kingdom are the bosses pretty much because they're badasses. And like you said, the female shark is the larger shark and can beat the hell out of all the smaller boys. So I think that's why men probably tried to keep the women down. And now we're just like, we're, we're paying for it now. Um, The the Queens are coming out and we're all dead. We're getting slapped around. That's okay. But yeah, that was pretty epic. So, so I don't know how much she weighed. I don't even want to know, but I will (laughs) tell you she was 18 feet and she was gorgeous and beautiful and majestic AF, man. Like, dang. When you just see them just float by, like, dang. There's nothing else like it in the world. So. I, 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 I'm 90% sure, not even 90%, I'm 100% sure that, that, that just seeing an 18-foot shark float by your cage one is life-changing because like holy shit look at this prehistoric uh beast yeah but also i probably would have peed myself not gonna lie i probably would have peed myself if i saw an 18 foot shark just like float by i'd have been like well there goes my bladder control um yeah Yeah, i think i think everybody by that point it was day three everybody was super stoked but i'm sure if that had happened on day one we would have people who would have never gotten back in the water Oh, look, a 10-foot shark. That's cool. That's cool. An 18-foot shark. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, exactly. At that point, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Can I go home? 
I can sit on the boat and drink beer, man. It was all inclusive. So I could just sit on the boat and drink beer. We're good. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty life changing. So yeah, they're pretty big. Just gonna say pretty big. Um, wow. Uh, I'm still amazed. 18 feet. Wow. Queen of the ocean. That's true. Um, going in and you've, as you said, you've coached a lot of people, you've helped a lot of businesses. Um, if you're talking to someone who's just starting entrepreneurship, like just deciding to jump into the field, um, what would you say, what is your best piece of advice for them? Like, here they are, they're jumping into entrepreneurship, they're taking that risk, trying to change their life. What is that piece of advice that you want to give them? Take your time. I think we all want it to be tomorrow, right? We we want it to be the story of, I started my business today and tomorrow by tomorrow I had $17,000 in sales. And that does happen to people. But I will tell you that in my experience, most of that happens because those people slaved for two years before they got that $17,000 day. Um, I know for me, you know, the first year of my business, I made zero. I, I just couldn't get it together. Everything I made, I mean, I would take in income, but then it would just go spend on a website or a program or software. So I, I made nothing. My second year, I made $17,000. That's not really enough to make worthwhile, right? My third year, I made 158000 And people ask me, what was the difference between year two and year three? And I will tell you, it's time. I learned more about me. I learned more about how to market. I learned more about sales. It was time. And so by that time, I had put in so much time and learned so much that then it started to roll. And from that point on, we have grown year after year after year as a business. And I haven't done anything different. I just continue to push forward doing the same things I was doing in year three. It's just time. So now I can charge more. I have more notoriety. I have more brand awareness. So I think if there's somebody starting out, and I know it's a hard word to hear, it's the P word that I hate. And that is the word patience, right? If you are laser focused on the goal and you keep working at it, it will work for you. Your success is inevitable, but it's not going to be on your timeline. It's going to be on the timeline of the universe. And that may not be tomorrow. And it may not be next month and it may not be next year, but if you keep focused on it, you will achieve what you set out to achieve. And it will happen a lot faster than you probably think. But in the beginning, I think something that always set me up for success is I kept saying, well, it's got to be tomorrow. It's got to be tomorrow or I'm done. I'm finished. I'm a failure. No, no. The successful people are the people who are in it for the long haul, right? I'm able to say now seven years in, I've been here for seven years. And I now know that there's going to be another seven. And then after that, another seven. But year one, year two, I was so worried about it had to be today or I was just I was going to give it up. Don't give up. It takes patience, but it is worth it if you just keep focused. So that's what I would tell people. Have patience and give it time. I love it. I love it. That is so true. It's I know from podcasting, uh, I've been podcasting for six years. I know how much work and effort and learning the technology, learning how to promote, learning how to monetize, learning all the little things uh, over time. And then now being able to say, here you go. You can learn this way yeah. and helping people develop their podcasts and bringing it up. So I understand the patience is 
key uh, to it. Um, so thank you very much for that lesson, uh, reminding me that patience is important and it will come in time and it could be next year or this year, just depends, but be patient for it. It's not going to happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a valuable lesson for anybody listening or starting their journey is that patience is key. Like start putting in the processes that you need so that when you do get, you get hit with that number, that client, that's just like, here's $10,000 right away. You're like, okay, I can just put it into my system and it's automated and it's good. Or you get like 15 clients at once and you don't know what to do. So having those processes and being patient. Yeah. Build the systems, build the systems before you need them. Cause once you need them, it's too late to build it while you go. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to miss things. Things are going to fall through the cracks. Right. All of that. Like, I I always think people thought I was so silly in the beginning because I had such a process because I'm a very process person. So I had such a process for specifically for my prospecting and networking, like to a science system that I still teach this day because it still helps me make over six figures every year. So I still do it. Uh, Why change it? Right. It's working. It ain't broke. Don't Uh, fix it. But people are like, but man, you do it every week, even when you don't see a result. And I'm like, yes, because I know the result is there. I know it will be there if I keep doing the system. But if I waited till I saw a result and then tried to figure out the system that made it work, it wouldn't be there, right? But I can now say, I know every year how much money I'm gonna make because I know my system works, but I built that system before I needed it, before I thought it was super important because I just knew in here, yes. But if you wait till you get that $10,000 client, now you don't know how to do the contract, how to do the invoicing, how to do, and now you're scrambling. And you look like you're scrambling, right? Whereas, hey, build all that out when it's just a $1,000 client. You can always then up it to 10. It's easy, right? So I, I think it's so important to your point. Have those systems and processes in place. You'll need them. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Um, we are coming up to the near the end of it. Uh, and I, it's, it's disappointing because I'm having so much fun talking <laughs> with the shark queen herself, Dr. Stevie Dawn. Um, I do want to ask you, you mentioned that you're going to be writing a book or planning on writing a book, which I'm very excited for because uh, I'm a voracious uh, eater of books. I love books because I think it's the second best way to get knowledge. The first is through podcasting um, because you get that's just a, an hour or something or even 30 minutes with geniuses outside your level and you can learn from them. Um, what is a book or books that you would suggest someone read when they're starting their journey? I think uh, two books that really helped me at the start of my journey was um, what You Are a Badass, Jen Sincero. Um, Love that. Um, She also did You Are a Badass at Making Money. Also a good one. Um, But the other one, and this is not a business book, but uh, I, I have realized over the years that mindset is everything right? That 90% of the work is mindset, 10% is strategy. So if you can get your mind right, (laughs) you will get everything else right. Uh, So for me, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza was life-changing because it is just all about the thoughts that go on up here. And once you start controlling them for your own benefit and success, the world opens to you and um, really did shift me in a lot of amazing ways and still a book that I use with my clients every day in coaching. So well, I would glad I have recommend two that. new books to read, uh, three new books to read, actually. Right. I'm looking forward to ordering those books and uh, increasing my uh, knowledge, if you will. Um, Steve, I'm going to be jumping off this, this screen for a short bit. I'm okay. going to give you five minutes. Don't worry. 
You're not gonna, it's not not stressful. This is for you. Okay. You're gonna be let my audience know where they can find you, connect with you, and if they want to get coached by the shark queen herself. So <laughs> give me a second here. Let me just throw you up on the screen. There you go. It's all you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, if you want to follow me, connect with me, uh, best way is social media. I spend way too much time on social media, if I'm 100% honest. So it is at Dr. Stevie Dunn. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. We also have a Facebook community for entrepreneurs where I do live business coaching every Monday morning. So it is called, get ready for this. It's a shocker. Always be the shark. So if you go to Facebook and you search groups for always be the shark, you can join our Facebook group. Uh, like I said, it's business training over a cup of coffee every Monday morning. We've been doing that for three years now. It's a super fun, great environment um, of supportive entrepreneurs who are at all different levels of their journey. So I really love that we have that community. And then if you're really looking to really take yourself to that next level of success, whether that be in corporate America, whether that be as a, as a mom or a spouse or a parent, or whether that just be as an entrepreneur and kind of getting outside that, that maybe glass ceiling you've set for yourself that you need to shatter through. I would love to work with you. And you are welcome to, on any of my social media platforms, you can find me, message me, let's set up a time to chat and just learn more about you, what you're looking for. But I have group programs, I have one-on-one -on -one coaching, and I have a ton of live events. So I would love to see you at any of that. But if there's anything I can leave you with today, it is this. There is greatness inside of you if you accept that you can own your ocean. Damn, how do you come back from that? Like I, every single time I do this, I regret it afterwards because there's no way for, every single entrepreneur leaves with like leaves their that moment with like just great knowledge and then it's like hi i'm phil <laughs> coming in after this amazing uh amazing talk from uh, an entrepreneur there's a little mini speech that they give and always leaving with words of wisdom i just I need to figure out a way to come in and be stronger. I don't know. I, I need to find my own. Hey, aren't you glad I'm the one who brought you this person? Like yes. that's, that's there you go. Man. I'm awesome for being this amazing host. There you go. Yes. Um, Stevie, I want to thank you so much for being a guest, uh, sharing your journey, sharing your story, teaching us how badass it is to be a shark and be your shark in your ocean, be the queen or king of your ocean. Um, I want to thank you again just so much for being here uh, sharing your knowledge uh, i want to thank my audience for listening and again you guys are awesome i love it you guys helped me become a top 10 podcast in the world globally like i can't believe that i started this in november and now i'm here top 10 in the world so i want to thank you guys for being an amazing uh all to my guests as well dr cv don you can find her in the links down below of course in the show notes uh remember always to uh keep moving forward be the shark in your ocean, and invest in yourself.